Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy. We are here to bring you all the action from a thrilling day 15 from the Hatsu Basho in Tokyo. It's a very hot day in Australia. <laughs> it is. It's 40 degrees Celsius here, which is 104 uh, degrees Fahrenheit, I believe Google told me. So we're sweating it out here for you. If you can hear anything, it's the fan going full blast. Yeah, we are committed to bringing you the best audio quality <laughs> that we can normally, but it's so hot in here. I think if we turn the fan off, we would go crazy. Yeah, I think we'd be a puddle, actually. Yeah. Now, we've been to Bunnings today. That's our local uh, hardware provider, and we've invested in 20 new buckets. So we're ready to go for the day's action because there are playoffs aplenty and a whole lot of action in Makuuchi to come as well. But the big news overnight, or not overnight, it actually it broke very close to the start of the Basho, Basho was it uh, very close to the start of the day's action, yeah. is what I mean, was the news about Ikioi. Yeah, so Ikioi fractured. At first I heard it was his arm mm. and as the minutes went on, we found <laughs> out that it was actually his left thumb. Yeah. So normally you would say, okay, a fracture, yeah, you're going to go Kyujo, but this had huge implications. Firstly, handed the Yusho to Tsurugisho. That's right. So Tsurugisho is the Jurio Yusho winner. He uh, finishes at 12 and 3 at Jurio 8 and... I mean, spoiler alert, later in his interview, he said that it was quite a strange way to win a well, show. Well, yeah. It doesn't sit well with me. Well, I mean, what could he do about it? Well, it's not up to him. But, you know, as soon as the JSA heard mm. that Ikioi was out, bring someone else in. Now, I know, hang on, I know <laughs> what you're going to say. The Banzuke, or sorry, there. the Torikumi has been set. Yeah, you're not allowed to. Bring someone else up. Not allowed to. <laughs> oh, bring Kodashigiku out of retirement. It's the <laughs> Hang on. Yeah, you no know? rules on day 15. No, no rules. rules. I think mm. him fighting Kodashigiku, Kodashigiku wearing the security gear. Yeah. Yeah. Would have been a better, uh, it would have been a better uh, moment than yeah. him just getting it handed what to him. What about if Kodashigiku had won? Well, he wins the U show. I know. I, <laughs> no, I don't. Then we go to the playoff. I we guess. go to the playoff. Yeah. 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 And, and Koshigiku would be one. Well, he then has to fight, fight Toinashima. <laughs> and if he beats him, then he gets the U show. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I mean, we're joking, but uh, congratulations to Gisho. He was very, very good this Basho. It does take away from Jurio a little. Yeah, well, because if he had have lost, there would have been a four-way playoff between him, Ura, Daishomaru and Hinoumi. Oh, Hinoumi, yes, yeah. of course. So we were looking forward to that along with all the other playoffs, but it wasn't to yeah. be. It was just a little bit, yeah, a little bit stale on the day, but that's not to take away from Tsurugisho's Yusho. I'm sure he probably would have beaten Ikioi <laughs> at this oh, point. I mean, the other okay. thing for Ikioi is that he's had like a billion... Uh, bouts in a row. He's never been out. He's like Tamawashi. He he hasn't been Kyujo. Yeah. And this is his first Kyujo in like. Yes. And, and when I said before that this had implications, the other implication, apart from handing Tsurugisho the Jurio Yusho, was that we were thinking this could be the end of the line for Ikioi. Yes. Uh, he was definitely going to slip out of Jurio, out of the paid divisions. Does an injury here really seal that? Well, he's Jurio 13 and he went 6-9, including, obviously, including this uh, injury day. So, I mean, you do the math. I think he's out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, I agree. I, I think I'm going to... Do, were you doing the math there? No, did I didn't need to, Do the math. I was pretending I was doing the math, but there's no need to. Well, actually, in Australia, we we say maths. Yeah, but so I'm... So you, you might not have known what I was talking about then. But I said math because I'm a little bit international. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think I need to tell you right now that we will both be at Ikioi's retirement ceremony. Oh, we're Probably going. sometime in 2022 with the mm. way... They've got a bit of a, a backlog to get through. Well, apparently, um, Goedos, I wrote down the date and I've promptly lost it, but apparently it's next year in April or something. So oh, they're really it, like pushing these back. <laughs> I think Ikioi's is going to happen sometime around the Tokyo Olympics, which is sometime in 2026, apparently. Yeah. Gosh, we've had conflicting advice <laughs> about boy. that. I don't know. Um, well, let's move on to the other divisions, the uh, very bottom division John Akuchi, we were lucky enough to watch the playoffs today and we had tiny little Toshonashiki, um, Aruuma and Atama Fuji. They did the three-way playoff where you had to win two in a row and it was Atama Fuji who came out as the John Akuchi, John Akuchi Yusho winner. Didn't he look happy about it? He was overjoyed. He really, uh, I mean, we've got to talk more about this uh, Tosho Nishiki kid. He's Not tiny. a lot to him. But obviously got a big sumo brain. Well, all of these three guys were six and one, right? Yeah. But he got pretty much overrun by the other two. How did he get to six and one was well, my question. He's I, so tiny. We need to go back and watch the tapes. Yeah. <laughs> the John Akuchi tapes. Hell Gee, yeah. they're hard to get. Someone hook us up. Uh, so he is the Yusho winner, Adama Fuji. He's 18 years old. He's from Isagahama Stable. And we'll hear uh, later about some of their joys today. He's John Akuchi, 25. And this is his first tournament after Mayazumo. So not bad. Onwards and upwards to Johnny Dunn for uh, Atama Fuji from here. So the Johnny Dunn you show, it's Nogami, only a two-way playoff here. Boring. Nogami <laughs> <laughs> versus Ryutsukasa. And it was Nogami with an easy win over Ryutsukasa. Just got him back and out. Now, Nogami, we saw last uh, Basho in uh, November win Jonokuchi, and now he's won Johnny Dunn. So he's 30 years old. He's from Oguruma Stable. He's been up in Makushita before and he's coming back from injury. So he's obviously at a fights at a much higher level and he's just powering through the opposition to get yeah. back to Sundan May slash Makushita. Obviously he's got something building here. Very exciting times ahead for him. Well, let's move on to Makushita. We had the big nine-way playoff this was quite confusing to watch. Well, we were swapping between two uh, two ways of what two um, broadcast partners as well, and so sometimes we had the names, and sometimes we didn't. And yeah. I was trying to listen out for them, and I never quite knew who was fighting. So we got down to the final battle between the two uh, one kanji guys, Saki Gake. How does that work? How I have does no that idea. Work? Yeah, the Japanese language. I don't know. Interesting. And Shiba. So Shiba. Shiba. Sheba, not Sheba, Queen of Sheba. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a belt battle here, Saki Gake with two hands on the belt and he finished Sheba off with a flourish. So Saki Gake, he's a uh, 35-year-old Mongolian. He's been up in Jurio before, uh, Jurio 10. He had to win four times within that nine-way playoff. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's really cool. This is uh, certainly a basho for the el more elderly and experienced yes. gents to do well. It's yes. inspirational to see a 35-year-old do this. Well, we had some friends over to watch today and um, our friend Maddie said, you know, obviously all the guys in these younger divisions are, are in these um, 
lower lower divisions, divisions are younger. And we were like, no, not at all. No. It's just, you know, guys who have who are kind of career sumo, uh, career rikishi and who are sort of moving up and down or who might have got injured or, you know, who might just not quite have the talent to make it up to the top divisions and, and some of them are 35. <laughs> but I, th- I really do think that's one of the beautiful things about yeah. sumo and obviously one of the headline stories for this basho is Akisiyama doing so well at the same that's age. Right. Yep. And anything could happen for these guys. So Saki Gake, it's his first Yusho. He's from Shibatayama Beya and he's been in sumo since 2003. He's been in 105 tournaments. And he's at Makushta 19. So can he, with a Yusho, come? He was 6'1 six, six and then the playoff. Could he come back to Jurio? Probably not. If you're asking not me, <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a mad over-promoter, I would say hell yes. <laughs> Pop him back up <laughs> Pop there. Pop him back up there. He deserves it. Well, that was all the uh, lower divisions. So maybe now we will move on to Jurio, even though we know the result will just plough through some, all right. some of the results. So Yago cleaned up Makushta visitor Tochimaru to pick up his Kachikoshi. Mm-hmm. Good on you, Yago, at mm-hmm. Jurio 13. Tochimaru finishes this basho on four and three. Ura. <laughs> Our old mate Ura tries the Izori again today against Taka Genji, but he ends up flat on his back. I did like this. This was one for sumo fans. It didn't quite come off. <laughs> Importantly, though, this hands the Kachikoshi to Takagenji at Jurio 12. I think Takagenji has fought hard. I think this is a very good result for him. I think him. so too. And he, he did better towards the end of the Basho as well. He, I certainly, he, looked, he looked a bit lost at the start. Ura finishes with 10-5, so no wonder he was thinking I can have a bit of fun with this. Yeah. Okay. Oho, he outlasted Kodayuki to finish 5 and 10. So he got that one more win on the final day, which even though he's going down to Makushita is probably quite important to him and his Heya. Kodayuki is 4-11, both of those guys down to Makushita in March. Uh, Nakazono, Nakazono. I thought my... <laughs> Sumo Torakumi was glitching out yeah. when I saw this name. I'm like, who is this? It's pretty video game, isn't it, actually? He made a guest appearance uh, today. And this actually, he's, in, he's from Makushita. He was having to guest up because of Ikioi's uh, departure. This was his eighth bout. So he'd already done his seven. So he had a bonus eight for well, this I, I hope he's rewarded justly when the Banzuka Extra comes out chunko, next time. please. Also, if you're going to bring him in, bring Kodashigiko in. Yes. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Well, Nakazono, he beat Jokoryu. Jokoryu <laughs> at Jurio 9 finishes on 5-10, so a little bit shaky for him. Nakazono finished on 3 and 5. You'll notice that adds up to 8 <laughs> with that one extra bout. Um, I think it was at this point, it might have been before this, that uh, Tsurigisho was meant to fight. And I will just say at this point that it's interesting that Tsurugisho is in the same stable as Daesho, so Oitakaze uh, Beya. So um, he goes back with some encouragement possibly for Daesho. Nishikigi was up next. He outmuscled Hakuyozan somehow for one final win. <laughs> He's four and 11, Hakuyozan seven and that, eight. That's a disappointing result for Hakuyozan. You like Hakuyozan. I, yeah, I do. I mean, he's struggling with consistency, but I thought he fought well this basho. Yeah, yeah. A slow and lumbering but quite good match between Azumaru and Mitoru. Eventually, Mitoru spun himself right out. He finished with six and nine and Azumaru at seven and eight. Ryuko, the man of a thousand moves, goes all out today with the arms slapping and moving Shohozan back, then slapping him down. 
Ryuko finishes this basho on 6 and 9, Shahorzan 5 and 10. Daimami has a little bit of uh, trouble with Tohakuryu, but eventually puts him away after staying on his feet impressively. Daimami, that's his Kachikoshi with Woo! that win, 8 and 7. Certainly promoted back to, Ju- uh, back to Makuchi. Uh, next basho, Tohakuryu finishes on 8 and 7. A great basho for him in the end. Well, let's move up to Makuchi and see what happens here. See how that Yusho goes. Okay, so the first bout of the day was Akua and Jurio visitor Hidenumi. This Ikioi injury just threw a spanner in the works. I know. You've got people flying everywhere. But today, Hidenumi is fighting. He's coming into this out of Jurio with a 10-4 record. Hidenumi got in the face of Akua and did not let up. Hidenumi piled on the pressure here. As Akua was on the bales, he jumped up, which achieved very little but looked very cool. And Hidenumi finished him off. Oshidashi push out win. Uh, Hidenumi, 11-4. A really, really good record for him. He's found that form again, perhaps inspired a little bit by his his brother uh, outmanoeuvring him into Makuchi. He was inspired by my unerring love for him. Yes, yes, that's right. Um, <laughs> he got up and under Aqua and, yeah, just was superior on the day. He's back in Makuchi, perhaps 11-4 at Jurio 6. Yes, Fingers crossed for him. Um, Hidenomi finishes at 11-4 and Aqua 5 and 10 at Magashira 13. We said this final day was important for him. So there's a, a danger that he might slip. It's a real lion ball there. Yutakiyama up against Miyogiryu. Yutakiyama coming into this at Nanasho Nanahai. What can he do? Miyogiryu, he locked up Yutakiyama's arms, drove him around and around the doyo. Yutakiyama is trying to get free, and he does, but Miyogiryu was in the rhythm, landed some top-notch shoves, and Yutakiyama just can't escape. Unfortunately, Makakoshi. Yes, it is Makakoshi, but you didn't mention that Miyogiryu was also coming in on 7-7. Didn't so this, I? This was a Nanashou-Nanahai matchup. It's It's... These matches show how sumo can be such a cruel mistress. Aww. So today, Yutakiyama couldn't win. That's Makakoshi for him at Maegashira 15. That's how one-eyed I was for Yutakiyama yeah, there. <laughs> but don't forget about Miyogiryu. At Maegashira 9, he picks up his Kachikoshi. Mm-hmm. Totally deserved. He's been fighting so well. Yutakiyama finishes this basho with four losses in a row. Mm. Yeah, he lost it at the end, didn't he? He really did. Just couldn't pick up that eighth win. Yeah. Some positive signs, but uh, a lot of work to be done for him coming up to March. Tokushoryu and Daishomaru. Daishomaru is Jurio 8. Yes. This is where Why after is this game, after this game, oh my goodness, after this bout would have been where the Jurio playoff would have taken place if Tsurikisho had have lost. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, Daishomaru had have won as well. Pretty crazy. Tokushoria was good at the touchy eye. He was moving forward and thrusting Daishomaru. But when Daishomaru countered, Tokushoria pulled in a very, very unconvincing way. Daishomaru stayed up, powered forward and took the boy from Nara over the bales. Oshidashi win. Tokushoria, please. No good. No good. No good there. He's 3 and 12. He couldn't recreate last January. At Maegashira 8, he'll be plunging down the ranks. But Daisho Maru at Jurio 8, he's 11-4 as well. 
I don't think he'll quite make it back to Makuchi, but maybe around Jurio 1 or 2. He's going to make it back in my in my books. <laughs> well, we know everyone gets – they pop them in a catapult and just fling them back yeah, up there. Yeah, well, my, my Banzuke usually features upwards of 60 ricochet in the top division. So, yeah, I've got a few uh, crinkles to iron out, let's say that. <laughs> All right, we had Midori Fuji up against Tobizaru next, one we were really keen to see. Midori Fuji, he was so active here. He knows he can outdo Tobizaru in technique, and he does. He absorbs Tobizaru's pushes and gives them back. He is fired up. And then it's time for one more. We are treated to a Katsukashi <laughs> water masterclass from Midori Fuji. So good to see. And that's the fifth time we've seen that Kimarute from him. And with that win, Midori Fuji secures the Ginosho or the Technique Prize. Technique prizes are normally, in my experience, given out to people who show a variety of different techniques or Kimarite. Great to see it go to one person who just stuck to that one. An unerring commitment. <laughs> unerring commitment. And he really, really nailed it. He's made it a real feature of his sumo and people haven't worked out what to do about it yet. Yeah. I mean, there's been the odd day where he's he's had something else. So I think it's not like he, he has to win with that or he doesn't win at all. Yeah. So I think that has to be taken into account as well. But certainly whenever he pulls this off, uh, we're ex able to show a, a picture-perfect version of the Katsukashi to our friends who were, who were watching with us, which was really lovely. He had a joyous interview, lots of Midori Fuji smiles, uh, some more success for Isagahama. Yeah. And uh, Tobizaru, he's six and nine. So Midori Fuji, he finished nine and six. Great record at uh, Maegashira 14. And Tobizaru, six and nine at Maegashira 7. So we know that he um, he will move down. Uh, three or four yeah. places from there. Okay, well, up next we had Akiseyama up against Kagiyaki. Akiseyama looked good out of the touchy eye. He really took it to Kagiyaki. But Kagiyaki comes back. He comes back hard and drives Akiseyama to the bales. Akiseyama reaches into his bag of tricks. He attempts the Amuchi fisherman's throw here, which was spectacular. Kagiyaki tries to keep his arm up as he's being thrown out of the doyo. Akisayama hits the dirt at around the same time. It's given to Akisayama, but a monoe was called. Mm, so they watch it. Um, to me, it looks like in the slow motion replay, Kagiyaki's arm goes down, but it doesn't hit first, I think is the crucial thing here. It goes down past the horizontal, like outside the doyo on the the. Yeah, yeah, Outside yeah. of it. <laughs> but that's considered the same thing. If, if you go, if you pass that horizontal plane, that's the same thing as touching. Well, then Kagiyaki should have lost. I agree. I thought this replay was clear cut. If you can't guess, <laughs> the the uh, Shimpan got up and the Gyoji, they discussed this. They decided it was too close to call. Yeah, so Torinaoshi, that's a redo. Um, they reconvene, and from here I thought Akisayama looked really, really yeah. tired. He'd put everything into that bout. He absolutely did, and it showed when they got going. They Akisayama met the charge of Kagiyaki, but he just couldn't hold back the tide. Kagiyaki ran all over him this time, Oshidashi. Yeah, Akisayama, he, if he had have won today, he would have got the Fighting Spirit Prize. So no Fighting Spirit Prize for him. He finishes at 9-6, which is really, really good. Let's not forget. Oh, yeah, that's a great result. His beautiful face and interview when he got his Kachikoshi. But I can't help thinking that, I mean, I know to get the prize you kind of need double digits, but maybe just give it to him any, anyway. I think he showed 
amazing for oh, you. I completely agree. It would have been unprecedented if they've said, if you win, you can have it. Oh, you lost. Have it anyway. But just the way this one happened, the replay showed that Kagiaki lost. I think we were a little deflated by this mm. result here. Yeah, I think so. And especially since Agyoji gave it to Akisayama. I don't mean they should have, like, just given it to him anyway. I mean they shouldn't have qualified it in the first place. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They should have just given it to him. Anyway, on the final day, but they didn't. He finishes 9-6, but he's brought a lot of joy to all of us. This basho, Kagiyaki at Magishira 6, finishes 6 and 9. Ryuden up against Aoyama. Aoyama, today, he's all about the winning mindset. He's Oshi Sumo all the way, and Ryuden has nothing in the tank. He's sick of Sumo. He wants to go and have a rest. He loses. I think Ryuden needs to have a sit-down in front of a mirror. And just have a good, hard look at himself. And then watch the tapes from this basho. Then back to the mirror. <laughs> and then some time away from the mirror. I, I, Yeah, he shouldn't be run over by Aoyama like this. Not to take away from Aoyama's sumo today. I thought it was good. But Ryudin should be able to handle this. Yeah, I think so. He, he should have been able to stem the flow there. Aoyama was pretty keen for the win. He, he finishes on six and nine. Yeah. Uh, at Magashira 10. And Ryudan, though, he will slip down the ranks quite a long way at 4 and 11 at Magashira 6. Endo up next against Kodnawaka. The Kanto Shore prize is on the line for Kodnawaka. This is their first time meeting, interestingly. Endo goes low at the touchy eye. Kodnawaka was forced high. We've seen Endo do this to his opponents before. From that low position, he powered him forward consolidated a right-hand belt grip, and in the end, this was a straightforward win for Endo. Yori Kitty win. So it means Kodnawaka doesn't get the Kantosho, the Fighting Spirit Prize either. So neither Akisayama or Kodnawaka. A little bit harsher for Kodnawaka because he is 10-5. Yeah. Um, but I do think that Endo is a hard opponent to come up against when you're going for a prize. When he totally. saw that, that Torakumi for day 15, he's just like, oh, come on. <laughs> I'm giving it a shot, you know. But he didn't get a chance to do that much. So yes. Kodnawaka at Maigashira 15 has had an excellent basho. He finishes at 10-5. No prize, though. And Endo at Maigashira 5 finishes 7 and 8 and will likely drop one, none, or two. <laughs> <laughs> Kodnawaka. He was up against Tamawashi and he was bouncing off Tamawashi, getting up and under the armpits, very active. But from here, Tamawashi found all the advantage, going for the neck and the chest, getting Kodoeko all in a flap and one final win for Tamawashi on day 15. Congratulations, Tamawashi. You're going to finish this uh, basho with a six and nine record. Kodoeko, same score. We want to play your theme song. Yeah. Please maybe, let us play it next time. Maybe next time we'll do it. Next bout of the day, Tochinoshin and Teretsuyoshi. Both of these rikishi coming in with a losing record, so this one is all about pride. Teretsuyoshi went low at the touchy eye, and it really worked against Tochinoshin. Tochinoshin was trying to lock up Teretsuyoshi's arms, but it just didn't work. Teretsuyoshi is thrusting, staying low, moving Tochinoshin backwards. On the bales... Tachinoshin is usually hard to move, but not today. Teretsuyoshi burrowed his head in and drove Tachinoshin out. Yorikiri. Yeah, super successful Teretsuyoshi coming like a bullet at Tachinoshin. 
<laughs> just really impressive getting him out. Did you notice that Teretsuyoshi didn't have the left bicep bandage today? Yeah, maybe that he thought that that was a sign of weakness and a sign that by taking it off he was like, I'm better I'm even if he, he wasn't. Yeah, well, it certainly worked against the bigger opponent. Tochi no Shin will finish this Basho on 4-11 at Maegashira 4. So a bit of a fall for him coming up. Teretsuyoshi with 7 and 8 at Maegashira 12 should be okay. Hoshoryu up against Onosho. Onosho, speaking of bullets, is on the push and he is blasting forward. Hoshoryu tries to throw on the edge as he's taken back to the to the Tawara, but he can't stop the Onosho momentum and he loses finally on day 11. But it's okay. He had a bit of a smile about it. He knows he's, uh, he's had a good one after his horror start. Yeah, an absolutely outstanding basho from Hoshoryu. Crazy to see him on the last day lose this nine win streak. But let's not take it away from Onosho. He has been so consistent with his style of sumo and we've seen it work time and time again. Just gave Hoshoryu no room to work with that aggressive touchy eye, the thrusting, the balanced movement. He's had a great one. He is nine and six at Maegashira three mm. Onosho. So should be sitting somewhere around the top of Maegashira yeah. next time. It could be two or one. Could be two or one. I would think one is deserving. Yeah. And let's say that there's a certain Maegashira one who is going to not be Maegashira one next time, (laughs) i.e. Daesho. So there'll be a spot there for him. Hoshoryu is nine and six at the end. Kodoshoho up against Sadanumi. Kodoshoho had the better touchy eye here, slammed his hands on the belt and he drove Sadanumi back. Sadanumi rallies. He manages to generate some power forward, gets his hand on the belt of Kodoshoho, and suddenly he was able to take him back to the bales. Kodoshoho resisted. He had a body hold on Sadanumi. He had his feet up on the bales. His heels were dangling close to the soft dirt outside the bales. And as Sadanumi went in for the kill, he inadvertently stepped over the bales. So Sadanumi loses this. It's by a non-technique uh, isamiyashi, which is the inadvertent front step out, I yeah. believe. Yeah. It's funny because we just changed our, basha, our um, Kimarite poster around onto the other side. And that was one of the ones that I read this morning. And I thought, oh, well, we're never going to see that. It's a sign. So Kota Shoho, very lucky here to get his second win. He's going to finish with a 2-13 and 13 record. Who knows where he's going to slide down from Maegashira 3. And as we said before, Sadanumi at Maegashira 17 finishes on 5 and 10. We'll be in Jurio next time. Takara Fuji at Maegashira 2 up against Maegashira 10, Shimano Umi. Takara Fuji was on the defence again. Shimano Umi, of course, is low. He manages to extricate himself from a Takara Fuji arm hold and then from there they lock up for quite a while. Arm holds are plenty. Takara Fuji ends up right on the Tawara, then gets on Shimano Umi's belt. They lock up again. But Shimano Umi, he is not a man to wait for very long. He's a guy who loves to attack and he's forward again and he takes Takara Fuji in a fall over the Tawara and it's quite obvious that uh, Takara Fuji puts his hand down first. So a final win for Shimano Umi. Yeah, a final win to cap off what has been a very impressive basho from him. This was a great bout. I think it honoured both of these guys They both finish on 9-6. 
Uh, Tucker Fuji being Maegashira too. Mm. So I think it's so chockers up the top. It is very full. <laughs> and and there's a lot of kachikoshis up the top of, um, in the joy actually, at yeah. the top of the Maegashira ranks this time. It's yep. doesn't. Not always the case, you know, they call them the, the horror ranks, but this time everyone's done quite well. So it's a bit of a um, traffic jam up it there. Is. So I feel like Takara Fuji, he's, he might not go to Komasubi, he might just go to Magashira 1. Well, let's see. Shimanumi, uh, as we said, 9-6 at Magashira 10. Okanumi up next against Daisho. This is it. This is the big one. A win here will confirm the Daisho Yusho. Let's see what happens. Daesho does what we've seen over and over. Again, this Basho. Out of the touchy eye, he aims his attacks at Okonumi's throat. And today they are absolutely on point. He thrusts Okonumi backwards and he just doesn't stop. Thrust after thrust, belting Okonumi backwards and over the bales. Daesho wins. It's his first Yusho. Oh. Amazing. How did you feel about this? Uh, yeah... I mean, I would have loved to see Okanumi put up more of a fight. I mean, Daisho did that just coldly efficient sumo again today. He deserves this Yusho. Mm. Did I feel a little let down? Maybe. Mm. I think one of the things was that because we had friends over, this is the sixth last bout of the day. And so we were kind of left <laughs> <laughs> explaining that it was all over now and yeah. that the rest was sort of just playing out for their their ranks and their own wins. Um but I loved it. I mean, it carries on the, the January tradition of first-time Yusho winners. Uh, he won at 13-2, which is very impressive yeah. for him. And as we know, he did the Sanyaku sweep and only lost a couple. The other thing I love is that uh, it was a double Oetakaze victory, yes. Daesho and Surugisho. And it's the first Makuchi Yusho for that hair. Yes, and from his hometown of Saitama. Saitama. Uh, can I say a quick hats off to Takara Fuji and Onosho, who managed to beat Daesho, uh, this basho? Okay. The only two yeah. guys to do it. <laughs> Big fans of both of them, so shout out to them. Yeah, but congratulations, Daesho. He came into sumo in 2012, so he's been plugging away for a while. He's 27 years old. And um, he's also, I read, um, from a single mother household. Is he? Which is really interesting. in Huge. Um, yeah, in his upbringing and all of that. And so hats off to his mum as well. Yeah. He also um, won the Outstanding Performance and the Technique Prize. And this is another case maybe where the Technique Prize was mostly for one technique. There was one a couple of things he pulled off. That you either do but. you either do lots of different techniques <laughs> yeah. or one technique really well. <laughs> Superior te uh, commitment to one and one only technique. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what a what a dream for this guy. Mm. At Maegashira one, I mean, it's almost certain they will have to open up a Sekiwake slot for him. Yes, and the, if he can continue this form, he's going to be completely comfortable at that rank. Yeah, he yeah, can, I think Sekiwake is perfect for him. He's been there before. Mm, uh, September last year. Yeah, didn't do so well. Mm. And mm. I, I have felt that at Maegashira 1 in the past, he's had patchy performances, but now feels like the right time. Yeah. His, uh, his movement, his attacks are coming together. There's a certain confidence. Today didn't worry him at all. No, well, I think that's the other thing for me. 
I do love the sumo smiles and the sumo emotion. I know there's not a lot of it, but we have been seeing a little bit with Midori Fuji, with Akisayama, with Tobizaru, with Short Eye, and he didn't show it. So he's mm. very much a kind of old school endo style, <laughs> no emotion. Before he went into that bout, he, he did the kind of, Rah! you know that he's feeling it. There was, there was emotion there on the face, but it wasn't. Yeah. It was just a kind of tightness of the skin, you know. And there, there was certainly a, a feeling of relief. Yeah. That you, you saw wash across his face for a brief moment yeah. after he won. But no tears. No tears. Oh, look, I mean, I don't know. I know what you mean. I it, need tears. You need tears. You need to see some outpouring. I was emotion, zoomed into the, well, like his eye was, you know, one pixel of his eye. No tears, no, no. wetness. And NHK... They could tell there was no crash zoom. Yeah, they didn't do the zoom. No close up. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, he's just a different kind of ricochet. Yeah. Uh, I think 2021 is going to be a big year for him. And I mean, good on you. Yeah. It's totally entertaining to watch. Totally dominant. Yeah. Is the other thing. There was no back foot sumo from him. It was all coming forward. Yeah, you're right. Well done, Daesho. Okanumi, unfortunately for him, he was fighting for Kachikoshi today. We should say there was someone else in this yeah. bout. Uh, and with that loss, he is. Seven and eight, Makakoshi at Maegashira five. Hokuto Fuji came up next. We still have five bouts to go. <laughs> he was up against Ichinojo. Ichinojo's Tachiya was huge. He was on Hokuto Fuji. Very active Ichinojo we saw today. But Hokuto Fuji, he was ready, ready for a big Mongolian. Gave him a shove and Ichinojo accidentally stepped out. So that was counted as a, an Oshidashi win for Hokuto Fuji. <laughs> Second week, Hokuto Fuji, he's done it. Well, Hokuto Fuji finishes on seven and eight. <laughs> Amazing. And I called that, I think, five days ago <laughs> when he was, I think, just after he went uh, Makakoshi, I thought he'll be fine here. Um, let's talk about that Ichinojo Tachiai, though. It was big, wasn't it? Was it was so good. Um, Ichinojo has continued to impress uh, with his return to the top division and great to see positive sumo from him to finish off his basho. Can't wait to see what he does as he moves up a few positions from his Maegashira at 12 rank. Hokuto Fuji at 7 and 8 will slip one or two places from Maegashira 1. A little bit of work to do for him in the break. The next bout of the day, Kirubiyama against Mitakumi. And this was... And I'm sorry to say this, a very straightforward bout. Mitakumi got under the arms of Kirubiyama out of the touchy eye and he just drove Kirubiyama back. It was an oshidashi win. Mm. <laughs> this was a bit of an anti-climax for me. I, I, I thought this could be a classic. I was interested to see how Kirubiyama might outfox Mitakumi, but it didn't happen today. It didn't. It's not bad for Mitakumi 9-6. I don't remember a lot about this bout because I was forcing one of our friends to hold up our Mitakumi towel and wave it and giving a little bit of a history of the towel and how you can get them and stuff. But I did see that Mitakumi was dominant. Um, I don't think he'll move up from Komasubi with this is the surprise because they'd have to open up another Sekiwake slot. And because Daesho is definitely coming up, I don't know that they'll make four Sekiwake spots, but I can dream. Yeah, I mean, don't ask me. I think just he deserves to be promoted. Yeah. Put him up there. Put him up there. <laughs> Komasubi Takayasu coming into this on nine and five. Sekiwake Takanosho 
a pretty rough bout here. They're both very keen for the win, multiple slapdown attempts. They were body to body, both standing up and just doing good sumo going for it, both reaching for the belt. There were a lot of grasping fingers um, in this bout. Takayasu charged forward and Takanosha finds the perfect timing for a slapdown. Takayasu is sent staggering down. It's a hatakikomi win for Sekiwake Takanosho. Well done, Takanosho. I did see a few moments of weakness in Takayasu's sumo today that I haven't really seen mm. this basho. Yeah. That pull was very, very weak. Yeah. We don't see that from Takayasu normally. I wonder whether this hasn't been a long basho for him. Mm. Uh, so Sekiwake Takanosho finishes with a very impressive score of 9-6. Komasubi Takayasu, well, that's the same score as the other Komasubi. Yes. Nine, six. Which is all the more reason for them to leave these two where they are. Yeah, because they they're not will. going to have five and they can't put one of them up. So unless the five Sekiwake dream comes true, <laughs> which they are absolutely not going to do, I think we can lock in Mitakumi and Takayasu at uh, Komasubi for March. Yes. And that brings us to the second last bout of the day. Sekiwake Terunofuji up against Meisei. Terunofuji closed in after the initial crash and found his belt grip early on Meisei. He worked the other hand in, and despite Meisei trying to make room for himself, we saw Terunofuji's clean footwork on display as he moved Meisei back to the bales. Terunofuji set up for a throw that should have been the end of this one, but Meisei found a way to stay in this. But Terunofuji came in again, threw Meisei off balance, threw him to the ground, Sukuinage throw win for Terunofuji. Yeah, and really great for him. So he's 11-4 now. This means that uh, in March he'll definitely be on an Ozeki run. And I have seen just so many people on board with this guy. He picks up new fans. He has recaptured his old fans. He's fought hard. We saw him joking around at the end. Well, he got the Technique Prize, I yes. should say. And we saw when he accepted that, we saw him smiling and laughing with Daisho, yeah. which was really, it's just lovely to have this guy back in sumo for me. And I think speaking to the quality of Terunofuji, I think that generally speaking, I would say this was an average Basho for him. Yeah, probably. I feel like he didn't dominate. I feel like he didn't really assert his dominance. He still went 11-4. Yeah. And so that really shows the, the kind of esteem we hold him in. And he would obviously be holding himself, but a great performance for him overall. It really was. So he finishes, as I said, on 11 and 4 and may say 8 and 7 at Maegashira 7. So a good performance for him. He'll just move up just a little bit, which is perfect for Maysay, I think. The final bout of the day, it's the Ozeki Showdown. It's a Saniyama up against Shodai. Now, both of these guys actually looked super relaxed. They didn't do the thing where they show Shodai's face when Daisho won. At least I didn't see it. And they just kind of continued on with the coverage. It wasn't as big. Do you remember when? Yeah, that's a really good point. Takakeisho oh, won. Was I it Terunofuji winning? I, I can't remember now. It's really, really common that they will find the person on the Hanamichi and put the camera on them if they're sitting down by the doyo, they'll have the camera on them. I think it was a nice touch to not make a big deal mm. about this. Yep. Shodai was obviously disappointed that he didn't get a shot at this, but this was Daisho's time. Yeah. Yeah, they really didn't make it about yeah. Shodai at Good all. Um, 
And so the, I think they both came into this really relaxed. And I think Shodai in, tic- in particular, because the Sunnyama had never been um, in it, he didn't have that pressure on him today. Shodai had been feeling that pressure up to that Daesho bout and then it all dissipated. Yeah. They've both dispensed with their Kataban problems. They know they can't win the Yusho at this point. Obviously they're, you know, they're keen to establish dominance over each other, but I think Shodai just kind of might have mentally checked out because Asaniyama totally dominated, took Shodai around and out pretty quickly and easily with an Oshidashi win, which means yeah. they both end up on 11 and 4. I, I think that's a, that's a great point. Shodai had nothing to fight for here. Yeah, and I really think he let it go. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the great news is both Ozeki have gone 11-4. We've got a Sekiwake going 11-4. The other one's 9-6. Two Komasubi's going 9-6. Great to see Sanyaku performing yeah. so well. Yeah. Yeah, they did well, both of these guys. I mean, I guess everyone's expecting a Sanyama to really start delivering. He was the next Yokozuna hope for a while. I think this is delivering, 11 and 4. Well, I think it's a similar thing that I said with uh, Terada Fuji, like... You know, Asanyama, you would say this is an average basho. Yeah, but it was, 11 a, it was the bad start, wasn't it? Was it was the bad so start. So if he gets over that bad start, yes. then we've got Shodai 11 and 4. That was really great. Um, and Takakesho obviously went out Kujo. He's having big problems. But but these two guys are, you know, standing yeah. up. They're fine. Wonderful. The Gyoji also got in the way in this this bout, I should say. I don't know how much to talk about. I that. do want to talk about that, though. Shodai like looked daggers at the Gyorgy yeah. after this one. I, I felt that Shodai definitely gave that idea that he was disadvantaged mm. during this one. And, you know. Yeah, have a look at whatever. it. Everyone whatever. Everyone did their best. <laughs> so that's it. That's the end of day 15. Then there's a, a barrage of prizes come out. Daesho gives his speech. It's a pretty, um, what would you say, pretty stoic speech. I'd say it was emotionally muted. Yes. But, you know, that's uh, it's his style. I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah. He, the, the answers to the questions were very stock standard. Um, joy. He said he was joyous he, at winning. He did say he only felt joy. I mean, his face and demeanour certainly <laughs> didn't show that. But we'll take his word for it. He's been schooled by Endo. They're both from the same, oh. same stable. I mean, they're... They practice their Who is their, their PR person? Lighten up, guys. <laughs> Daesho, he's won the Yusho, <laughs> he's won the Outstanding Performance Prize and he's won the Technique Prize. And also hopping up on the doyo to collect their Technique Prizes, the Ginosho was Terunofuji, who was all smiles. Didn't he look like he was having <laughs> he a was great really time? Happy. Having a few japes out there. And Midori Fuji, uh, who was like, what the heck do I do? I've yeah. never been involved in anything like this. Where do I stand? He's like keeping, he's like doing heaps of side eye to see what Terana Fuji does. Wow. They're both from Isagahama. So that's really great news for them. And we said um, before that the winner of, um, which uh, was it Maku- yeah, Atama Fuji, yeah. the, the winner of Jonokuchi was yes. from there as well. So big celebrations tonight at Isagahama and Oitekaze Bears. Boys, all I'm saying is get the karaoke machines out yes. and let rip because we need some material for karaoke corner in March. <laughs> <laughs> Please do it. Yeah, so a, a great basho. Really, I, I'm not sure whether I expected it to get through to the end because of yeah. um, COVID. That was hanging over our heads the whole time. I mean, congratulations to everyone involved for getting through and getting through safely. Mm. 
Hatsu Basho this year did promise a lot yeah. in the lead up. And, and, you know, in some ways with both Yokozuna gone, with Takakeisho struggling, we didn't quite get that uh, that Basho we were promised. We got something completely different. Yeah. And I'm, I'm <laughs> okay sumo. with that. That's sumo. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so we're looking forward now to March. Obviously, we don't know any details about it. They've said that it will be held in Osaka. But, uh, you know, with COVID and everything like that, we can never make concrete plans. We never know quite how it's going to go. But maybe it will be the first basho held outside Tokyo for the year, for a year. Uh, so we can look forward to that if that happens. And obviously all of our thoughts are still with the guys who had to pull out, mm. um, the ones, mostly the ones with <laughs> with COVID. Yeah. Um, we hope that everyone, uh, Wakataka Kage and... Um, all of those guys are, and Chio Otori and yep. everyone in that stable are um, getting better. Yep. Well, that's it from us at Sumo Mainichi. We always love to finish these things off with some thanks. So we'd like to thank, and I, I'm going to use your term here, our broadcast partners, <laughs> uh, Embovo Sumo and Carla Marxist. Yes. <laughs> we love your work. Uh, we'd also like to thank uh, our podcast Sumo friends, Sumo Kaboom, and Grand Sumo Breakdown. Check out their work. They are amazing sumo heads and sumo podcasters and all the people who reach out to us on social media. Mm, and we've been watching um, catch-ups on uh, Kintamiyama, Nado, of course, Mount Fuji. Um, thanks for all of those guys. And, uh, of course, always sumo follower on <laughs> Twitter is a <laughs> font of wisdom. And... We would love it if you enjoyed uh, this podcast over this basho for you to head to, um, and you're listening on Apple Podcasts, to head and give us a review. You can also do that on Wooshka, which is the platform that we put the podcast out on. So you can find the Twitter post or the Facebook post about it and go directly to the source and leave a review there. It's really lovely for us to hear um, what you, you know, how you find it. And we've heard recently that a lot of people are listening while they're watching the uh, digests on, on YouTube, which is really, really interesting. Yeah, I want to try that. <laughs> yeah. Do we match up or are we Probably totally not. wrong? <laughs> um, so thanks for everybody who has reached out and said they've enjoyed our coverage. We really um, appreciate it because it is a lot of hard work. As we've mentioned, we both have full-time jobs and we're trying to – we do that and then we uh, hop into the – we watch the sumo and then we hop into the studio and talk about it and then we go to bed and cry. So <laughs> for 15 days straight. <laughs> we love it. We love bringing this to you. Um, but it really makes us feel great to hear from you and um, those reviews would mean a lot as well if you did enjoy it if you don't don't worry about the review i reckon so this is sumo mainichi thank you so much for listening thanks for loving sumo because it is such a fantastic sport and we will see you in march bye for now bye <laughs>